0: Meanwhile, at the Hall of Cage! This is my snakeskin jacket, and for me, it's a symbol of my individuality and belief in personal freedom.
1: Oh god, not the bees.
2: Killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey!
1: What do you think I'm gonna do? I'm gonna save the fucking day. How absurd. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? How absurd. I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. How absurd.
2: How, in the name of Zeus's butthole, did you get out of your cell?
1: How absurd.
2: What's in the bag? A shark or
1: something? How absurd! Well, I think you better pull the trigger because I don't give a fuck. How absurd!
2: I never disrobed before, gunway
1: How absurd! I
2: don't want to get into the spoilers, but there's like one development with him and another character people didn't weren't fond
1: of. I mean, it, I get it, but it's the same. Like it's a, tra- it's, it's that's the point of it. It's like that episode of Batman: The Animated Series, where where young Tim Drake meets that one girl trying to escape her abusive father. Turns out he's Clayface and she's also Clayface, and it ripped out my thirteen-year-old heart.
2: Well, that is, but I don't know. I don't know if we're talking about the same thing.
1: I mean, maybe not. I don't know. Since you don't want to get into spoiler territory, well, oh, I don't
2: like. Or does it matter? <laughs> Future spoilers for a show you may watch, Scanning. Uh, I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, granted, I haven't seen that episode of the animated series of Batman he just mentioned. Really? You and seen I own it. it. Like, I, I'm ready to, like, knock that shit out. Yeah, this, this never was... Never watched the whole thing. This was after they did the redesign and they had Tim as Robin. The, and, the new adventures of The Batman. new adventures. Yeah, they took... I, I know I never saw That's one that. of the
2: best episodes in that new run. God, hands down.
1: I, I, I was at a convention and I saw somebody had painted uh, Clayface and the Batman and Tim and the little girl... And I was like, I hadn't thought of that episode in 10 years at that point. And the rest of my fucking day was just done. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just rude. like shattered. Yeah, like I looked at him I was like, how could you have done this? He goes, I know, man, me too, me too. It's like, fuck you, first of all. Second of all, how much is that? <laughs> I want to buy it and burn it, it, it so nobody else has to feel you it pain. Burn it. I I'm would be. I would hide is it in the a closet. Man who
0: painted this? Your mom's a hoe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, such such painful, painful memories. It's really good. And what a great way to open tonight's episode. Of caging greatness. Oh, we hey, oh, were hello. recording. Yeah, of course we were recording. Yeah, no, yeah, we were recording. It's yeah, stuck that shit in. Yeah, you know it's good. You get the best. You get the best like, stuff. Just the cadence of his voice. I knew he had already hit the record button. Yeah, because I turned on my my people voice as Oh, to to my, your voice. oh Yeah, just uh, you know, <laughs> it's a fake like voice. That's also use. how he
2: answers the phone.
1: It is. It's the fake voice I use for customers and people who listen to this show.
2: <laughs> yeah, That means only we know what the real Justin songs are. Like. That's right.
1: The, you know, it's so weird that you called me. I'm so used to calling me Shimmy that I just. Uh, that threw me off just now. Yeah. I don't think I liked it. It's getting to where I'm calling him shimmy Yeah, behind I behind. know. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I'm it's almost like it that's his you. handle on everything. I mean, it kind of is. Yeah, Branding is important. I I know. Although,
2: <laughs> although I, I was surprised to find out that you weren't the only Captain Shimmy. There was another guy on YouTube. It's like, who the fuck is this? Really? Guy? It's, it's mm. like some song and dance
1: guy. Yeah, I had the name before him. I know who you're talking about. I've had the name since uh, 2004. 2004. Hmm. Long time. Yeah.
2: Welcome to the episode where we, we explain our <laughs> social media handles.
1: I mean, it wouldn't make for bad content. I mean, Today, I think I have a slightly interesting story about mine, yeah. if I haven't told it on a show already. So. Well, because the thing is, tonight's, tonight's episode, or today's episode, whatever the fuck you're listening to it, I don't know your life. Don't judge me. Uh, so <laughs> tell a, us about
0: your life. It might be interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, leave it in the comments, along with a five-star review and telling us how handsome we are. Yeah,
0: especially if you're a gun runner. Yeah.
1: So welcome to Caging Greatness, and I'm here as always with my wonderful co-host. Today's movie is one of my personal favorites, uh, and it's a good movie, so we're probably going to have a lot of bullshit around talking about the movie, because it seems like our best episodes are when the movie is just utter dog shit. Uh, but yeah, I'm here with my hosts, uh, just recently returned from helping produce an alt-rock musical adaptation of Hansel and Gretel called And You Will Know Us by The Trail of Bread. Yeah, no, I'm fucking hilarious. I don't get that. I'm sorry. It's a it's a it's a rock band, and they will know us by the trail of dead. It's uh gosh, I'm swing sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? There's gonna be like one guy who's listening who's like, oh, that was the funniest fucking joke, <laughs> Yo, man. I, I for the first time ever, I feel legitimately bad for not getting your joke. Because I mean, I, I know you swing for the fences on these, and I, I wanna like them, so I bad. do my but Like I said, I know there's gonna be one guy who's like, that was fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one.
2: See, see, that's how you know you're, you're a great comedian You just a razor edge of specificity
1: Yeah, I'm, just keep going with these references Until it's me and one other dude Who thinks it's fucking great
2: <laughs> And you hope that one dude Happens to listen to this show Right,
1: and then leaves a review Talking about how handsome we are
2: Specifically handsome. Nothing else. Specifically not handsome. Quality of the show. Nope. Not how good the show sounds. No.
1: Just not even humor or or uh, or intellects or how much we really go in depth on these movies. You need to tell us how fucking handsome we are. Even though (laughs) odds are
2: you have no idea of what we look like or just gauging our attractiveness by the sound of our voice. You just got
1: You're listening to our podcast, so you trust us to at least a small degree. So trust us. We are handsome AF preach and my co-hosts your (laughs) friends Ken and pat and jonathan we're going real quick because this is already five minutes in and we haven't said anything of substance this is true yeah i mean it's fine we
2: call that the cold open (laughs) it's it's, it's all good
1: uh well i mean it's not exactly a cold open the theme song would have already played by now why are you pointing a finger gun at me i don't like it oh god Guns all around yet again nope I am not participating in this barbarism. Well, you we know what that means, uh, uh, Justin. Yeah, I believe Jonathan has a question for you.
0: Do you like Wilkins coffee? <sighs> bang- 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 <laughs> I'm sorry, I got to remember to. I want to go ahead and apologize
1: for travolting development because um, I forget. I forget that sometimes people listen to podcasts with. Goddamn earbuds. So <laughs> there were times where I had that whole mic in my mouth, apparently. So for that, I do apologize. Well, I will be better about Well, don't
2: that. feel bad. It's like the first you know, six months of AYCH, Cole and Wenzel were just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> just literally screaming. And hell, it still happens today.
1: All right. All right. I've got one more. Since since my Hansel and Gretel one didn't work, I'm gonna go Uh-oh. ahead and bust this one out. Okay, okay, just to see see how it goes. Okay, it this, he's, he's workshopping. This tonight. is a weaker one, I will admit, but I think it's funny. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. My co-hosts recently returned from producing a documentary about soap production called Dove. Actually.
2: See, I like that one better. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
3: I do get that yeah. one.
1: <laughs> you know what? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Okay there you go. All right, he opened a it, cold one for my joke. I don't even like this beer, so I was about why to say, did you? He didn't
0: have the panache. It, I mean, the Bud Light but why, why
1: did you buy it? I mean, I bought it for Liz. Oh, but, no, no, but the thing sense. is, this was the only can thing in there, and I needed something, <laughs> so I'm going to drink this damn thing regardless. <laughs> I'm just saying, he's going to be making a sour face. I will the whole say, day. oh, sorry. Um, it's a pretty can. But it's a nasty beer. Is that the passion
0: fruit beer uh, or whatever that was?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, passion fruit. Yeah. It was one it's, I did absolutely tangy. hate. Again,
3: really? I'm just, uh, yeah. I'm just I mean, sitting not getting
1: it. I, I don't drink. I don't get it. And I'm not one of those guys that doesn't drink and think that makes me better than you. No. I just think I'm better than you in general. Uh, <laughs> I mean, as someone who does drink occasionally, like, even I understand why it's not for everyone. Well, yeah, I mean, the alcoholic, abusive, drug addled bastard
0: father probably didn't help. Well, you know, it's whatever. He yeah.
1: Neither here nor there. <laughs> My but, trauma's but like not the, important.
0: The Jim Gaffigan bit where he's just like, you know, you start drinking when you're a teenager and you do it to be cool, even though it all tastes like ass. <laughs> and then by the time you're 40, you're chemically dependent on it.
1: <laughs> I mean, that seems to be the case. Yep. But I wouldn't know personally. Lord of War, Lord of War. That's the movie we're watching, starring Nicolas Mayor
0: Cage,
1: Ethan Hawke, Bridget Moynahan, and other people, including Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, yeah, Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. Is in the Ian movie. Holm is fantastic. Uh, so you know, uh, let's let's go around and uh, and see what we thought of the movie, uh, starting with my right because we play musical chairs every time we do this show. Pat, what'd you think, buddy? Well, I would have to say uh, I really enjoyed it. I gave it four stars. Whoa, that might be the highest Pat rating on the show so far. I would say it is I because
2: <laughs> I, I really did enjoy myself. Uh, minor complaints here and there, but we'll get into that. But I really enjoyed it. It had a great sense of visual style. And just the, the cinematography was just like really slick. Just some amazing shots. And I, I really enjoy myself. This is a, this is a fun movie. Well, not a traditionally
0: a fun movie, but yeah, it was, this movie kind of depressing as shit.
2: But it was uh, very enjoyable in a macabre sense.
1: Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's higher than you gave Godzilla versus Kong, isn't it? Yes. Huh? Would not have called that one. Spoiler alert! I fucking loved Godzilla Kong.
2: Also, let's 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 uh, clear the air. Everybody in this room loved. Godzilla versus Kong. Yes, and I'm the one that's been fucking fighting folks <laughs> behind the scenes on Tokyo Twitter because these these sad saxy shit are just like man man man, this isn't real Tokyo. This isn't real Kaiju. Oh my Eat god, my
3: just shut up. Are
1: it, they trying to oh. gatekeep Godzilla now? Son's oh, of a bitch.
2: bitch. Oh, Where have you been? God. I'm a Kong fan. I don't know this shit. It's, it's all Toku, It's all Kaiju, and there's.
1: I'm not getting into I it. D- I'm don't not barely, getting into I don't think we can. <laughs> I get on Twitter to look at the things that wrestlers and comic people have said and that I enjoy, and then I I hit the little heart button, and sometimes I have a pithy comeback to you assholes, and that's it. That is my Twitter spirits. What we're trying to say is, watch Godzilla vs. Kong, and you know Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Absolutely. Why haven't you started Falcon and Winter Soldier yet, or Godzilla and Kong? What are you doing? Listen to us. Go watch those. Should things we talk and come about back. how we watched? Uh, well, well, let's over. let's finish let's the okay. table.
0: Yeah, uh, Jonathan, my friend. So this was my first time seeing this movie. Yeah, uh-huh. I've always heard of this movie. It was like it was like, oh, it's that Nicolas Cage movie. But that was all I knew. Like no plot details or nothing. Right. So went in as blind as physically possible. Like eyes I shut I, the whole time. I, I, <laughs> like I, I had a blindfold on and everything. Yeah. eyes wide shut. Uh, hot take that's my favorite Kubrick. <laughs> what's wrong with I you I burped cause I hate myself that's <laughs> why. maybe John likes weird sex cults in the movies Shem
1: <sighs> I mean it's not even we don't even know that that's actually what he was going to release before he yeah, fucking well, died we kinda do I mean it's probably but you know how he is he would have changed that shit after it hit theaters I haven't seen that movie it's not bad it's just not I know <sighs> of as the it rest I just haven't
0: it. seen it Anywho, yeah, I Lord, really of enjoy, I, Lord of War, I really enjoyed it. Uh, four, four out of five. Uh, like, like, like We'll get into some minor nitpicks. No sure. big deal. But yeah, it was a pretty fucking great movie. I was not expecting be it to be as dark as it was. But it was dark <laughs> as fuck.
1: Yeah. God, it went down some territory even I forgot about. I uh, was
0: like, well, shit. <laughs> you want to learn about child war In the military-industrial complex, here you go.
1: Yes, this movie is about Nicolas Cage as a gunrunner, mostly to Africa. So it goes exactly where you think it does. Very sad. Yeah. Cannon, Uh, this is one of my favorite Nicolas Cage performances. In fact, I've, I've said it for a long time, and I really want this podcast to prove me wrong, but I do believe that this is the final legitimately great performance that he has given on film. I love this movie. I have always loved this movie. It's I forgot how beautiful it was. Mm-hmm. Like it's gorgeous. Like Pat said, the cinematography is just spot on. That intro alone, yeah. I forgot about the intro. The intro I haven't seen amazing. this movie in a long time. Yeah, but um, uh, biggest score on the podcast so far, five stars for me. Nice. I love this movie, and uh, you know this has been one of my favorites for a really long time. Uh, Nicholas Cage is incredible in it, yeah. and yeah, I gave it five stars. If, again, if it was a 10-star rating system, it'd be like a nine, but yeah. I, I I don't like the idea of four and a half. I've half. I've I've said that on the show before. I but don't like the five-star. Four and it's
0: like kind of like nine.
1: I know, but I don't, like, I don't like the feel of it. I know it's the same thing, but I don't like it. I feel like there's I've not enough nuance it. in the five-star system, even with fractions. You just got to count those halves as a one I, and a two. I, I,
2: I would give a nine, what would be like a nine on a 10-star system, a five.
1: Yeah, I'm, so for me, a five star—it's a five star movie. It'd be a nine star movie if it was out of ten, but it's not. So five stars. Uh, but I love this movie. This might be honestly my favorite Nicolas Cage movie. Oh. Yeah, uh, I I deeply love this movie. Verified Air. To me, you know, there's there's Netflix, There's flaws. Just because I give it five stars doesn't mean it's not perfect. Well, uh, no movie's perfect, right? Uh, but to me, honestly, just jumping right into the hate. Bridget Moynihan. <laughs> I, like I I want to like her. She seems like a lovely lady. Tom Brady did her dirty according to all the tabloids.
0: Well Tom Brady's a piece of shit. Tom Brady is a piece and of shit. And he kisses shit. his kids on the mouth. What the fuck's wrong That's with that? That's kind
1: him? of fucking weird. Uh,
0: That's the b- title school appearing. <laughs> <pretty. laughs>
1: but i like I wanna like her and I thought she was fun in iRobot, where she had yeah. to play a stilted wooden, joyless scientist uh but i i'm starting to think that that wasn't necessarily acting because in this movie she's stilted wooden and joyless but a model and i just like everything about the movie and i don't know if it's just i'm trying to be fair to her because like i said i want to like her she seems like a nice lady uh but maybe it's just she's getting out acted in every scene because Ethan Hawke is tremendously underrated and Nicolas Cage is an Oscar winning actor who is amazing mm-hmm. and that's Correct. the only people her scenes are with in general like the the except for like the the crowd scenes including Jared Leto who again spoiler alert but this is something to look forward to gets brutally <laughs> murdered you're welcome uh, and i just she's just not good in this movie, because... And I don't know if it's because she's not good, and she hasn't acted in forever, or if it's because she's just outclassed
0: at every turn. I think it's a mixture of that, and I don't think the writing really does her any favors either. I mean, no. she doesn't really well, well, get much to do. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, like, it was... To me, like, that was probably the weakest... Like, that whole subplot's the weakest part of the movie, because I, I feel like that could have been developed a little more, but it was one of those things, like... Like when the, the like the final confrontation between Nick Cage and Ethan Hawke at the end of the movie, right? Like when Nicholas Cage says, "You know, you know, I've lost my entire family at this point." Like it didn't, re- it rang a little hollow. It didn't hit as hard as it probably could have if we had a little more time to sort of flesh out the relationship. And if we had a better actress in the role.
1: Right, and and that's a decent enough argument, but to me, the scene at the end, because we're going to jump around like we always do. You, you, if you're listening to this at this point, you're used to this. This is not new for you.
2: Yeah, Probably uh, probably just going to go ahead and assume you may have already seen it. Yeah,
1: I would hope so. Uh, but the scene at the end where Bridget Moynihan discovers uh, Nicolas Cage's... Uh, What's it called? The, the the storage unit. Yeah, it's not like uh, like you think a storage unit. Like the
0: storage, like it's like a crate.
1: Yeah, like they they have on like a like, shipping crate. Yeah, like yeah. on the boat that got stuck last week or whenever that was. Time is the construct. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he has one of those. It's full of all his fake passports and and briefcases and weapons and paintings he's been buying that she made to make her think she's a successful artist. Uh, it's full of that shit, and she doesn't say anything. But I couldn't help but feel like. A more talented actress wouldn't have had to say anything to express the utter yeah. de- betrayal and a devastation she felt. Whereas Bridget Moynihan in this scene, and maybe it's not great direction, I don't know. Again, I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure that I'm being fair. But in this
0: scene, it looks <laughs> I mean, like the guy who directed this movie also directed *In Time*. And from from
1: what I've read, she wasn't the first choice to begin with. Yeah, uh, but but in the scene where she finds all that shit. It looks like she just found out who Uber Eats was going to be thirty minutes late. Yeah, like that. No, have you seen me when Uber (laughs) Eats is thirty minutes late? I'm fucking pissed. Exactly. (laughs) And and she didn't even seem that pissed about it. Like it's just she's not good in this. Oh my nuggies. Mm.
2: (laughs) Yeah, actually, the first choice for the role was Bobby Moynihan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I forget who the first choice was. I don't even know. It was just a thing I read.
3: It's
0: yeah. Saturday Night Live, where we got a piece of toast. And returning for 57 years, Bobby Moynihan.
1: Also, I want you guys to know that there was a spider crawling under the table that was about the size of a half dollar, and I smushed the fuck out of it. Well, oh, tied.
0: well, thank you. Yeah. Um, also stole that bit from Rick and Morty. Which
1: bit? Which bit? The Moya hand. I got it. Oh, he okay. got it. See, I there was it. one upstairs today when I had just gotten off of work. Like, I'd open the door and I hear Liz screaming. I'm like, oh God. And like, it was a fucking spider. I was like, oh yeah. shit. No, like half dollar size. It's in the little crater. I appreciate it, yeah. it. Thank you for saving our lives. Sure. It was like 10 minutes ago. So I want y'all to appreciate how calm and collected I was.
0: Yeah. I, I Like, if it was me, I probably wouldn't have done the same. <laughs> there would have been more screaming. Yeah. There would have been mm-hmm. more screaming, and my pants would probably be full of shit.
1: I mean, like, if you had looked at me the moment I saw the thing, you would have saw that I got a little pale, and my eyes went really, really big. Thankfully, it was just ch- ch- cruising along, and now it's dead. I'm going to be looking at the floor the whole time I've we're recording I've already pulled up now. my feet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, you, probably, you guys have probably noticed I keep glancing down, because, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Might be the shortest episode ever. <laughs>
2: yeah, not because we don't have any content; it's like that we're afraid of the bugs. I mean, last, basement.
0: last, like, last. <laughs> the walls start to move. Oh wait, that's a bunch of bugs. I mean, the travolting uh,
1: development episode. We had a possible like fugitive on the loose, and now yeah. we got like uh, eight legged freaks crawling everywhere. You know, I liked that movie.
3: It wasn't I mean, a good I was movie, young, but when I, enjoyed I saw it. it,
1: but I remember enjoying it. I was a kid. It was yeah. fun. Yeah, no, it wasn't bad. So, Lord of War. Lord of War is not eight-legged freak. It's not. Um, So, I think, damn it, I forgot my bit. We both forgot our bits tonight, by the way. What bits? Well, we forgot about how Thomas Jefferson is an insufferable prick. He absolutely is. Fuck that guy. And I forgot to ask the the audience if this film left us moonstruck or made us want to rip our face off. (laughs) Ah, That's that's a good one. I like that. It's uh, ter- 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 terrible now, but it would have been better if I. No, were no, it, it was early. good. This whole episode's been pretty disjointed. It is like nine forty-five <laughs> after a very long week, and it's only fucking Wednesday. Yeah, it's only Wednesday, oh, my yeah. dudes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> ah! <laughs> Back away
1: from the mic when you scream, Cannon. I'm getting good at this shit.
0: <laughs> Um, come for the
2: Nicolas Cage, stay for the old vine references.
1: I will say this movie, you know, that we've been talking about, right? This whole briefly time. Yeah. <laughs> for uh, five of the twenty minutes we've been bullshit. Forget has one of the best opening lines of a movie ever. Which one? It was like, I, I'm, I may skip a, a word here there, but it's like there are 550 million uh, firearms in the world. That's one per every 12 person on the planet. Mm-hmm. So my question is, how do we arm the other 11? Yeah, no, that was an incredible line. And the delivery was amazing. Yes. Because- like, he is so good in this movie. And he doesn't have to, you know, like do the, you know, stereotypical cage thing to do it. He is like legit acting in this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what uh,
0: that's what I was going to say is like you, you know Nicolas Cage like at this point is like a meme. Yeah. But like, you know, he didn't have to do the ah, ass! I don't there, know what that was. There,
1: there were a couple <laughs> of moments where it got close, but they were still like and what's it's made funny. sense in the moment. But, they were both like really similar to each other. Yeah. Cuz one is when he was talking to Jared Leto about uh, something I don't remember, like maybe his borscht. I don't know. And he's like, This is shit! This is shit! And then another one where he's talking to the pilot before they land in the African highway. Oh, yeah. And he's like, You got this! You can let You're the shit! You're the shit! You're the shit! And that was, yeah, yeah, was, like, that was the cagiest he got.
0: Yeah it, yeah, it seemed like he was trying, he was holding the cage back. <laughs> the cage kind of got released for a little bit, but he was able to leash it. Yeah. yeah.
2: He it was a cage, his greatness. It was, it was a cage. <laughs> he do it.
1: he, he said, it. said the thing. He said the thing. He said the thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah.
0: Uh, but, yeah, I mean. It but, was yeah, a, it it was like, honest, this honestly made, made me remember how, like, unironically great Nicolas Cage can be. Yeah. Yeah. He's the, an
1: Oscar-winning
0: actor. Oh, yeah. Even though the Oscars don't. They mean shit in that they help get people roles. But, like.
1: Well, I mean, he won his when they meant more than they do today. He won his in the 90s.
0: Yeah, huh? Well, I mean, the Oscars still suck then.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, they're not great, but better than now. Yeah. oh, like, That was before Marissa Tomei won one.
0: What did yeah. Marissa Tomei
2: win an Oscar for?
1: Uh, uh, My Cousin Vinny. I'd say that's deserved. I, I like
2: that that's movie. That's a good movie.
1: Not the year she was nominated in.
2: I mean... I don't have the fucking 1991 yeah, Oscars in front of me or whatever fuck.
1: <it laughs> not saying I don't believe you, yeah. but... Just I mean, saying. she was great, but there, there were rumors for years that the presenter fucked up and called her name by accident, and Uh-oh. they just rolled with it. But then when that whole <laughs> Moonlight thing happened with Warren Beatty, it was like, okay, maybe Mr. Tomei did earn the
0: Oscar. I don't know. <laughs> God, you remember that time when they just like fucked up the best picture that
3: one year? Yeah. And
0: they were just like, "Wow, land." And everyone was like, "Yeah, we kind of expected this." And it was like, "Oh no, it was really Moonlight. We're not shitting you. It was actually Moonlight." <laughs> Moonlight's a fantastic movie. You should watch it.
1: Just, it's also it's on Netflix. I don't like Share.
2: Moonlight's not, not Not Moonstruck.
1: I, I just wanted to say that I don't like yeah. Share. <laughs> you know, you thought of the wrong movie. Admit it. I don't like share. We know, but you
0: said no, the wrong No backseat share. No takey backseats. I don't like share. No, no, you cannot like share. Yeah, no,
1: I thought of the wrong movie. But the important thing is, I don't like share. That's homophobic. <laughs> How is it homophobic? She's gay culture. The
2: Moonlight is about a gay black dude. I haven't seen Moonlight. You should see it because it's
1: good. But I don't like Cher. You're going to jail,
3: Buster. Oh my God! This doesn't
1: make any <laughs> Good night, everybody. we will see you next time.
3: That's fucking right, Justin's canceled.
1: <laughs> right, C- Cannon, don't leave. <laughs> uh so Lord of War. Lord of War. No no, the real fucking question is: What does Otto think of this movie?
2: Oh, he loved it. Yeah, he's Hell a big yeah. fan. Yeah. Auto's on his happy side means he <clears throat> enjoys it.
1: Mm-hmm. But you know how good was Ethan Hawke in this movie too? Oh yeah, he was. Re- the thing is, in this movie, if you haven't seen it, Nicholas Cage is one hundred fucking percent the bad guy. Absolute one hundred. He is he is the bad guy. I mean, he's, he's the villain. he is
0: literally a war profiteer. He's yeah,
1: yeah he's the villain. He's an arms dealer. He like, he's the bad guy. And the whole time, because he's so good, and Ethan Hawke is written and playing it so straight as the law-abiding good man with a conscience. You fucking hate Ethan Hawke. Like, he's like, this guy sucks. Like, but law and order. Yeah, but Nicolas Cage, though. I mean, hang on, did I just side with a war profiteer?
2: Yeah, this this man literally handed guns to
0: children. Because he's
1: good at his fucking job. Exactly. I I mean,
0: granted, I I thought I was kind of on the side of Ethan Hawke. I'm like, this guy's kind of a cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Like, 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 I mean, he's like well-acted, well-written, well-played yeah. cunt, but yeah. he's still a cunt. Yeah,
1: I mean, he's clearly right, but you yeah. hate him.
0: <laughs> Could you be less of
2: a dick, sir, as you're trying to stop this war profiteer?
1: <laughs> uh, but And they just they were great, and Ian Holm was a rival war profiteer who was really good.
2: <laughs> you know, the whole time in my head I was thinking of um, when Bilbo and Nick Cage were sort of like bickering, and they were sort of like I'm, I'm the bigger War profit here. I just thinking in my mind, like, William Regan walks out to the stage, the microphone, Nicholas Cage, Ian Holmes, are in War Game! War Game! <laughs> <laughs> and they just drop a cage down on top of him.
1: Oh, my God. Every time I see Ian Holmes, I just think of that Leonard Nimoy song, Bilbo Baggins. Yeah? Oh, yeah, he did. He like, did that. He, he did He did a Hobbit-themed pop song. In what was it the six late sixties, seventies, seventies? Okay, yeah, uh, I have no idea what they're talking about. Everybody, we need to show you this shit because it's Leonard Nimoy doing a song about Bilbo Baggins, The Hobbit. It's based on The Hobbit yeah. in Middle Earth, in the land of the Shire. The super brief, the Hobbit, what it's super don't Like it's really it's
0: weird but good. Like gets yeah. stuck in your head. Speaking of Lord of the Rings, did y'all know that fucking Stanley Kubrick almost made Lord of the Rings? with uh the hobbits were going to be played by the beatles really yeah and then stanley kubrick was like i this this book is unfilmable and then (laughs) peter jackson said hold my beer
1: well to be fair to a perfectionist like kubrick i imagine it was pretty
0: daunting oh yeah and especially for the time too (laughs) and and plus
2: there there weren't any women for him to uh emotionally disturb (laughs) that's fair
1: uh, they were also going to do an adaptation. Uh, the guy who direct, wrote and directed Excalibur. I don't know. Oh, God, I can't think of his name. But like, Excalibur's a great movie, but that only got made because their Lord of the Rings stuff didn't work. And he was going to have it be weird as fuck. Like the Nazgul horses were going to be skinless and you were going to see their muscles and sinews as they were riding along.
0: Oh, that's metal as shit. Yeah,
1: you should look up that script because it's fucking bonkers, right? It is a good time, but that that fell through. So he made Excalibur, which I think was a much better option. That's a damn good movie. Speaking of adaptations, Excalibur is also a uh, color commentator on the All Elite Wrestling uh, television program. And last I heard, they're doing an adaptation of what Pat mentioned earlier, War Games, but it's going to be called Blood and Fucking Guts. I don't think it's called blood and fucking guts. I mean, no, they yeah, can't say that. I think it's just blood and guts. It's just blood and guts, yes. But it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be. It's gonna be fantastic. fantastic. No one can...
2: AEW big blood and shit and guts. Uh-oh. Yeah, or, or
1: blood and that bitch It'd be and a guts. A dysentery
2: themed tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something WWE would do. Yeah, Vince loves uh, Dookie jokes. He does love Dookie. Hey,
3: I mean, hey
0: guys, y'all want scurvy?
1: Dookie. Do- Dookie was a good album. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know it was a good movie? Lord ah. of War. It was. It was good. Yes. The movie that we're definitely talking only about, Lord yes. of War. Let's talk about that intro. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, you're basically, it, it's like, it's like, the imagine P- in your head a GoPro attached to a bullet.
2: Yeah, it's, it's right. like the POV of a bullet, like, being born, and it's sort of, it's, Trajectory, <laughs> Will it This with, is your
1: life. <laughs> with that song that I can never remember the name of. Do you remember like the name? Like it's a one-hit wonder. But it's, stop here. What's that sound? Don't bother Right, West podcast That one. That yeah. song is playing. So it's like perfect. Like the soundtrack for this movie was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but yeah, he's just following the life of a bullet. As you were saying. No, I was just saying it was good. Right stuff. before it murders a child. Yeah. It does. Yeah, a yeah. Kid. That
0: was like. We know what we're getting in for, yeah. Because like, cause that, like that, that opening shot with fucking Nick Cage and he says like a really cool line. Mm-hmm. It, it gives you this impression that this movie is going to be like, like cool and fun. And then and then you see a poor African child get killed, and then you're like, oh no, this is going to be depressing as shit. Like I really appreciated how the
1: movie kept hitting you with those waves of ah this this Yuri guy, this Nicholas Cage character is really cool. Oh yeah, no he's gun running. That's good, making that cash. Why are those nine year olds dead? And then yeah. like it just snaps you back to oh right, this guy's the fucking villain. When
2: you see like actual like children like being executed by firing squad. Yeah. I see that yeah. or, or the, the, the The
0: massacre. Or the woman and child getting hacked by machetes. Oh that God, that was yeah. that was intense. Yeah,
1: and they did really well filming that because it cuts away as soon as the first hit, like right before it hits them. Yeah. so you don't see anything, and that just makes it fucking worse. Yeah, because
0: your, your mind creates yeah. worse images than what any filmmaker can conjure. Oh yeah, and like, yeah. It,
1: like it feels skeevy to say like this was a really fucking good movie, and these kids die, and then all this shit horrible happens. You know, it, like, it's a good not, movie, you know. Africa gets I mean, exploited. We're not saying that we agree with what's happening. It's it's terrible, and that's the point. It's making you think about it, but it's also really well made. Is get, why do we have to say that before? We don't condone the things that are done in this movie. We can still like a movie, even though like just catastrophic things happen in well, it. So far, like the list of movies and stuff we've been doing, we haven't had the best luck as far as being unproblematic.
3: Well, <laughs> like,
0: I mean, I don't think this movie is unproblem or I don't think it's like super problematic because I mean, right. this is something that happens. Right, like, yeah, and they, I think it's handled with pretty yeah great no, death, death Absolutely, they're, they're pointing
2: out you know all the terrible things like you know. War profiteering and military industrial complex, all these things. Like, they are saying this is bad. Yeah. And obviously, it's bad as this guy is just, you know, getting away scot free at everything that he does.
1: I just want to make sure that it doesn't come across like we're excited about the content.
0: (laughs) We Uh, appreciate it. You know, when that that woman and child got hacked by machetes, we. 10 out of 10. That's cool. Don't I? We appreciate
1: the filmmaking and we support the, the idea of, you know, less violence in the world we We're like excited movies about how good the movie was. We like, like movies. That's that's, the, that's, that's it. the point. Yeah, we enjoy movies. Especially ones where Jared Leto fucking All dies. Right. I, I was going to have to get this out at some point, but possibly a hot take. I enjoy Jared Leto as an actor. He's a good actor. Like, like, sp- he's
0: a good actor. I, he's a good actor. I,
1: Absolutely. I'm not saying Suicide Squad was good. It wasn't, but I feel like given the right opportunity. Opportunity, he could chew up some scenery as a Joker. He's really good
2: at being a strung out drug addict.
1: Yeah. Yes. Because he was in
0: Rec Room for a Dream, right?
1: Yeah, I I'm. Pretty guess, cool. I'm pretty sure he wasn't playing a character in a lot of these movies. Uh, like my problem with Jared Leto is not his acting; he's a great, great actor. That's, that's that's you can't deny that he's very talented. My problem is that he's a scuzz sucking, scummy cult leader, human being, piece of shit mm-hmm. who yeah. also exploits women and young girls, and is just the fucking worst human being in the world. Come at me, you piece of shit. <laughs> oh, shimmy and Jared Leto fight. It, it Let's even go. If he
0: wasn't like. Scummy and shit. He's just kind of cringy IRL. Yeah, like he's kind of a low cow.
1: And like, like the thing is, like some of those thirty-second Mars songs are actually good. Yeah, that's that yes. one album I, then, I had. And then you see him, see like I watched him. I found the YouTube videos of him performing live, and this motherfucker lets the audience sing like ninety goddamn percent of the fucking songs Oh, that's unfortunate because he's a talentless hack on stage. I was in a band mm. where the lead singer forgot the words to a song and literally just shoved the mic in the crowd for the rest of the song. That was quite embarrassing. What that's was, fantastic. What was the song? Uh, <laughs> uh, Animals by Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> why do why does Nickelback keep coming up on this show
3: hmm.
0: ooh, For all the Nickelback songs that one yeah that was uh, that, that that's a bad, that, that's a egregious it one. was
1: fun to play on guitar though
0: oh I can imagine like it, it's a pretty good riff but it's just like and then and then once Chad Kroger opens his mouth and then it's like...
1: Ugh. Did you see where they tried to jump on the sea shanty bandwagon? No. Yeah, they did a Ooh. sea shanty version of Rockstar.
0: Oh, fuck! Yeah, <laughs> it's kill me. Not good. I don't know. Oh, how okay, that- like I, I don't understand why that song was stupid popular. It's uh, not good. I mean, I mean, granted, like this is like cold take of the century right here, <laughs> like <Yeah>.
3: Nickelback bad.
0: <laughs> like, like, yeah, I get like. You know, low-hanging fruit, blah, blah, blah. But, God, that even for that album, that song was, like, really garbage. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was the end of the album, too. So it was, like, way to end on a wet fart.
1: Yeah, and, like, like they're not all bad. That one Chad Kroger song that he did for the Spider-Man soundtrack called Hero. That's okay. not a bad song. <laughs> that song is kind of a bop. I like that song. I've David liked that Jody song for a long Scott. time. I believe uh, Josie Scott got fucked out of a lot of money on that deal too. He did. Yeah,
0: he, he's now a Christian. He's singer. a fucking preacher now. It's so weird. Mm. Some sort of like he's a deacon at his church. Mm. <laughs> the same uh. man who wrote the song "Click Click Boom."
3: Uh. I'm god, with the I new sound. Even though it's fuck wow. Click Click Boom.
0: <laughs> don't sue
1: us. <laughs> 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 I had that album actually. Really? I did. I'll admit it. Sue me.
0: Guy, this is just that uh, episode where me and Cannon admit that we have like garbage music taste.
1: <laughs> I had their second album too. Okay. It was a long time ago. Oh, my phone's not on silent. Oh. Okay.
2: Pokemon Go! Is that no. another meditation note? No. Yes,
1: that was my reminder to meditate. That was a reminder that there's a Pikachu on the loose. <laughs> Look, I'll have you know, I have quite a few Pikachus on Pokemon I Go. I do too. Uh-huh. Yeah, huh? Yeah six out of ten I know it wasn't my best yeah, it would be all right yeah. Lord of War Lord of War <laughs> everyone uh God, like, there's only those? that
0: one person who's just itching to hear our commentary about this movie and, it, and,
1: and they turned it, it off when I said fuck they Cher. just
0: fucking mad
1: yeah they turned it off when I said I hate share <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, uh, it's That's like right. uh, stop
1: going on tangents get to the fireworks factory. Uh, okay, like, like for real, though. Lord of War is a great movie, and you're doing a disservice to yourself if you don't watch it. Like, it's... Yeah. it's Like, we can yell and talk shit about things like Jiu-Jitsu or John Travolta in general or, you know, th- like some of the other horror movies we're going to get to, like Left Behind. We're going to talk mad shit on Left Behind. It's going to happen. <laughs> uh, but, like, th- this movie... And like, like the weird ones like Nic- uh, National Treasure or The Rock. There's going to be a lot of fun stuff to say about that. Con Air. That. Right, Con Air. Yeah. Is gonna, the face-off. There's going to be so much good stuff when we get to those. But some of these movies, like uh, like I think Bringing Out the Dead is going to be a good time. Because that one's weird and trippy and beautifully acted. I think we're going to have a lot to say about that but, one. That,
0: that's the Martin Scorsese yeah, one, Yeah, that's right? the
1: Scorsese one. But in this particular instance with Lord of War, it's a really, really fucking solid movie about a very serious subject that's portrayed uh, like the whole movie is c- incredibly entertaining and also leaves you with a lot to think about and you know what I mean like it's so good we have nothing to talk about yeah that's I mean, the I thing I don't know we can, we can like, like get some juice out of this one. Like, because I've made yeah. notes uh, I've got well, notes but, i got some notes too uh but we've already gone all over there's a good uh, OJ uh, Simpson gag that I liked (laughs) like (laughs) oh hell! well in the the hotel in Africa where Nicolas Cage is staying it's set during that time period during trial and the two African uh, men like in the hotel lobby are like he almost cut her head entirely off Uh, when I go to America I'm not moving to Brentwood and I thought that was hilarious that was a good little jab it was funny (laughs) because anytime OJ Simpson's brought up fuck that guy he killed two
0: people he did do you remember that time he uh created a punk style reality show and most of the bits was just him like awkwardly standing in the corner and then like people having the slow realization that's oj simpson what the fuck did you just say to me uh, yeah it was called juiced is that is that real yes, it, <laughs> it is 100% real it was directed by the same the same guy who you know the prolific tour for uh, Girls Gone Wild. I oh, I don't no.
1: look. You guys keep trying to prank all of like we all keep trying to prank each other and shit. And I don't no. no I, don't, it,
0: I, I am I am a hundred percent. serious. it only what you know? Uh, spoiler alert! It only lasted like six episodes. Why
1: is the logo coming God in my heaven, heaven? But I don't remember like it's, anything. It's about real.
0: It. It's real. <laughs> it's very real.
1: I hate. Everything about this, and one one of the best parts
2: is is that most of the time all the jokes fell flat because people didn't know who OJ Simpson was half the time. But they were afraid he was
1: going to fucking kill him because he's a murderer. He killed (laughs) two people.
0: Yeah, because the one time they the guy realizes it's OJ Simpson, it is like that's OJ Simpson, and then you see the look on his face of like I'm about to die. (laughs) But (laughs) but like they would like hire like. People from like out of the country who didn't under didn't know the context of who OJ was, so they were just like, "Okay, and who are you?"
2: Yeah. Also, there's a rumor he might be on the current season of The Masked Singer.
1: I would be so angry. I don't even watch the show, but I don't. He he, he killed his wife and a waiter. He. Like and Norm Macdonald got fired for saying that shit on Saturday Night Live all the time because he killed people. He fucking murdered people and then tried to profit on it. And he's a murderer. Well, apparently, because apparently that the, the character
2: that might be uh, uh, OJ Simpson is either him or Todd Vick, and people are thinking it's OJ Simpson Vick. because excuse me uh, Michael Vick because they think uh, Michael Vick is too much of a um, taboo. Because, no, he killed dogs, but it's not the same as killing people. Fucking what? They they, they think Michael Vick might be more bad-pressed than O.J. Simpson. And there's also the rumor that O.J. Simpson and Casey Anthony were going to get a reality show where they conceived a child together. What? Yes, for well, the express purpose of getting her pregnant so they can live together on a reality show. What the
1: hell is happening right
0: now? This turned into the OJ podcast. Holy
2: shit! <laughs> Ain't America fucked, y'all?
0: Just like war profiteering. Oh. America does a lot of just, does, a, does a lot of. Also, the LAPD—they kind of suck too.
1: Shimmy's brain has melted out of his ears.
2: <laughs> like he, like he, if you listen closely, you can hear pop rocks. That's his brain.
1: I'm, I'm so deeply, deeply upset at the last 10 minutes of my life. I, I am not okay with you any promise? of the words that you have said. He, he, talk amongst yourselves. All right, I uh, do I do want to bring up um, this little snippet I got from the um, critical fucking... reception. Fucking of the OJ. film.
2: Oh, my God. Well, while Jimmy recomputes.
1: I just wanted to bring this up because um, there's a little snippet I took from Wikipedia. Lord of War received fairly positive reviews from critics. The film received a 61% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. The consensus states, while Lord of War is an intelligent examination of the gun trade, it is too scattershot and it's plotting to connect. Now, I had a little problem with that. Now, this movie does, in fact, uh, I don't if we haven't brought it up already, it spans like decade. Well, not a decade, but years, years rapid fire. 20, 25 years. I I
2: would say that is one of my sort of qualms with the film. It's like how fast it goes because, like, the first 30 minutes, I'm like, shit, I feel like this could be half the movie. I'm sorry. Because it goes from, like, backroom deals to international, like, success, quote, quote, in the span of, like, 10 minutes.
1: I get why they did that, though, because, you know, he he even talks about it. Then the fall of the Soviet Union was really the turning point in arms dealing, because you've got Ian Holm as the old school guy who picks sides and just supplies the sides he agrees with. And then you've got the new guys, like the the angry rough around the edges ones who just want to make money like Nicolas Cage. And the Cold War and, and the fall of Soviet Russia opened those doors with all of those munitions, and so you, you got to go from the old to the new, and then the, the changing over wasn't just an immediate process, you know. So that's why you've got that huge span of time to show uh, the beginnings of, of gun running across the world uh, into the new era of gun running and then to the more modern day where, you know, at the end, Nicolas Cage gets arrested And then he's let go because America needs him out there supplying guns to places. You've got to get from point A to point B to show the full scope of how big of a problem it is. So, I mean, I get that. They they could have adjusted here and there, but... Maybe like
0: 10-15 minutes to let things breathe. Yeah, I I did kind of appreciate you know, because in a lot of ways this is kind of like hit similar beats of like an origin story and and he... It could be very easily get bogged down in sort of the minutia of getting from him being basically working in the back door of this fucking restaurant to being an international gun runner.
3: Yeah.
1: Like like
2: and if we think like it's it's not to the like great detriment, but I just thought like it's how he, he has one backroom deal, then suddenly he's in the Middle East, you know. Yeah. Like with making like big moves. So like that's a big jump. And I, I understand, also realize, I appreciate it, it doesn't get, like, doesn't tread that part of the pool for too long. Mm-hmm. I feel like just uh, they, they could just have, like, a little bit more in between there to sort of, like, pad that or out. Bridge
0: those, get, bridge that Because gas. that's
2: a fairly big jump between just, like, oh, here's, here's some gangsters I'm giving the easy to, like, suddenly he's giving guns to the Taliban or whoever it, the fuck. It could
1: also be a fact of how when they have YouTube videos showing how to make explosives, they skip parts. You know, they, they might have been trying to err on the side of caution to not show how you go from gun running in your neighborhood to doing deals in the Middle East with the army. Yeah, I mean, there's
2: a there's <laughs> don't a do lo- this cool thing, kids. Don't become a war profiteer in nine easy
0: steps. Like, well, which a- I mean, granted, I, like the way this movie is presented, I don't think any sensible person can come out of this movie and be like. I want to be a arms dealer.
2: But then people watch you know, Scarface and think Tony Montana did nothing wrong. He's someone to aspire to.
0: Well, well, the, the, Scarface is a little different because that's sort of framed as cool. This really isn't, or at least I don't think it is.
1: I mean, I just feel like, yeah, there is a lot happening at once, and and it's just going super fast. But I was able to follow everything well mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. It, I didn't really it, have a pacing issue with the movie. No. Well, because you've got the stuff in Africa that's the main point of what they're trying to say, so you you got to rush through to get to that and give it the most room to breathe. Besides, if anything, the first, and I never caught this until this viewing, the first 45 minutes of this movie, I think I realize why I like it so much. Yeah. It's Blow.
0: The Johnny Depp movie? Yes. I've never seen that movie. Oh,
1: I love that fucking movie. I mean, you're not wrong. It's just Blow with guns. Yeah. Did this come out before Blow? I think it was after.
3: Yeah, I think I Blow th- was
1: 2000, maybe? Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, I was in high school, uh, like young high school. And I do believe this movie is like loosely based off of a story of a real gun runner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Blow was 2001. So yeah, it okay. was about four or five years before this one. Johnny Depp kind of sucks. Yeah. He does. Yeah. A lot of people kind of suck. Yeah, A lot of people suck in general. Yeah, no, that's very true. It's very true. Very true. Except us. Yeah, especially O.J. Simpson. <laughs> I, I'm going to be mad about that for days. I want you to know that. Like You have legitimately soiled my week.
0: <laughs> like 30 okay. minutes ago, if you would have told me O.J. Simpson would have brought, been brought up, I'd probably be like, you know... Fair, but how?
1: <laughs> and the weird thing was, like I said, like squeeze the juice out of the lemon. Like, what if I would have just said orange, and then that just happened anyway? Well, see, I would love orange juice, though. I love our, freshly squeezed orange juice. Yeah, it's it great good stuff. Yeah. I have orange a glass Cassidy. every morning. Orange Cassidy is also great. Orange Cassidy is fantastic. Oh, I need to bring him down here. I Thanks again, to, like, Emilio. Yeah, Thank you, like, you like, man. Why? I was going to ask why. Like, where's Cassidy? It's still upstairs. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh man. Also, can we talk about uh, the scenes where he, like, just just pulls some shit out of his ass and gets out of trouble? Because this happens, like, what, at least three or four times? Yeah, like the first times on a boat where they repaint it real fucking quick and, and have, like, shitty paperwork and pay off intelligence dudes to tip off Ethan Hawke that the boat he's looking for is actually somewhere else as opposed to under his feet. It has, like, weak yeah. old yeah. potatoes yeah. in Yeah, well, well,
0: and what's so, fr- like, from Pete and Ethan Hawke's character's perspective, it's so frustrating is. He knows Nicolas Cage is a bad fucking dude. It's just that there isn't anything he can pin him on because... Because Money they, can erase a lot of things. That and
2: he works just within the letter of the law. Yeah, like, he, yeah. just enough legality to skirt by. Yeah, side. and it's
0: just enough to piss you off.
1: Yeah, because there's that point where they have to land the plane on that African oh, highway. The best part. Such oh Such a yeah. good scene. And and the one African cop with Ethan Hawke's like, let's kill this motherfucker. Yeah. And Ethan Hawke's like, no, we can't do that. And he's like, well, who would know? He's like we would know. And I'm like, yeah. And you'd probably feel
0: better about it. You should, you should uh, kill him. This is my problem. I've mentioned it before with, like, the Batman morality. Except, like, in with Batman's case, there's a reason why he has to do that. Because they have to keep making more books. But fucking, <laughs> just kill also, the motherfucker!
1: Also, to be fair, in Batman's case, uh, all of his villains are legitimately mentally ill.
2: Plus, like, mostly, like, so, like, mostly. not the 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 meta sense of like they. It's it's hard to come up with a new character each time, especially certain characters sell better. So like, okay, you're going away for a little while, so I can't kill you because because that's like the real world
0: reason for it, right? Yeah, the like the meta reason. Yeah. <laughs> Again with that, and also like Batman's like a comic book character, right? So this is guy's a, Cage. this guy's like a fucking Nicholas Cage is a comic book character. I mean, technically, yeah, but like. It, this is based off a real person. Pro- there are real bunch world people. people
2: who are profiting off of like, like guns and violence, and they're using every uh, method to their uh, disposal to keep, you know, perpetuating endless violence. And like, obviously, those people should be stopped. It's just like when he kind of like had this kid glove attitude. It's like we have to be honorable because we're the good people here, and not do this crooked thing to stop. them. we have to stop them in the right way. Quote right way. Yeah.
0: They, they go low, we go high. I,
2: I
1: think that, I
0: say they go low, we go lower.
1: I got a couple of fun facts that would probably go hand in hand with what y'all are talking about right now. Uh, this was interesting things that I found. Uh, no U.S. studio would back this movie. International finances were secured
0: instead. Oh, yeah, I believe it. And yeah, I see that.
1: According to writer and director Andrew uh, N- Andrew Nikoi? Nickel? Nickel? N- Nickel. Oh, that's an L. I'm sorry. Uh, apparently I need glasses. Uh, the filmmakers worked with actual gun runners in the making of this movie. The tanks lined up for sale were real and belonged to a Czech arms dealer who had, who had to have them back to sell to another country. They used a real stockpile of over 3000 AK 47s. That one scene where they're fucking weighing them Mm -hmm. because it was cheaper than getting prop guns. Oh, Wow. (laughs)
3: Jesus. So, so, so I'm going
2: to say the people who made this movie saw actual crimes. So, so, yeah. Oh my God.
1: that's
0: ah, This movie wasn't ethical.
1: <laughs> one more. Before shooting the scene where tanks were lined up for sale, those were all real tanks, the filmmakers had to warn NATO lest they think a real war was being started when they see satellite images of the set. That's incredible. Like that, this, this is that's fucking awesome. incredible facts
0: Jesus. it's crazy
1: how they got this shit done
0: <laughs> for a movie that no one really remembers unless yeah. you mention it and it's like oh yeah i
1: never forget yeah no i watch it like once a year
0: <laughs> i just wonder under what
2: sort of scrutiny could nicholas cage be considered a real war criminal <laughs> You know, is he complicit in war crimes? And Try him in Nuremberg. Look, you've Look,
1: well, like he, he's, he's got to find the Holy Grail. He's going to do what it takes to find the Grail.
0: And you if make, that means becoming a drug, or not a drug runner. A gun runner? A gun runner. Yeah, because Dicko says, no drugs, only guns. <laughs> <laughs> That's crossing the line.
1: Got to find the Grail. That's gotta his life's goal.
2: Also, uh, back, back to your point, uh, Batman also said, don't let your sense of morals keep you from doing what's right.
1: Batman also said, I'm Batman.
2: Yeah, he does. He has to remind himself
3: (laughs) who he is. I I remember
1: every day. Yeah. Cannon's got the tattoo. I literally have, I'm Batman on my arm. Yeah. I'm I'm, Batman. And people think it's the devil because they're stupid.
3: It literally says who it is on my arm, people.
1: But we live in Alabama. Those people probably can't read. You're not wrong.
2: I mean, my mom thought for a, for a while that Darth Maul was a devil. Until so I told her, like, no, mother, it's just an alien. <laughs> no,
0: I I I had to do the same thing with my mom. <laughs> well, now your fun mom's what state. The
1: hell? Now your mom's going to know that you're making fun of them when they listen to the podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you think my, like my mom doesn't listen to the podcast? Uh, like ten other podcasts I'm on. Like she's just going to be like. You know what? This one, I'm going to listen. Lord
1: of War. I love that movie. I'm going to give this one a listen. See what my beautiful baby boy has to say about it. Is that the devil on her arm? What the <laughs> hell? The devil. <laughs> to- uh, this is when I was like still working at Pyro's. Like one of my coworkers was like, "Yeah." A friend of mine saw. Is like, yeah. Um, what's that guy's name again? Like Cameron. He's got the devil tattooed on his arm. He's like, you mean Cannon, who has fucking Batman tattooed on his arm? They
2: just have these, like, vague notions of who (laughs) you might be. (laughs) Like, like, like when you stand in front of you're not a person, you just like this weird blur
1: smear. (laughs) I was probably, like, running, like, get your butt!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Also What you don't know Is canon secretly The Flash I am I'm so fast Zoom Uh,
1: And you remember uh, When he told that kid uh, Hey son Get off of that uh, Helicopter or whatever Yeah That was Nick 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 Cage's son Oh Really Yeah Neat Um, uh, Is that the one Weston Cage Coppola, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weston. Yeah. Well,
0: no, it, a, I, I forget that he's related to the Coppolas, and that throws me the fuck off. Well, yeah, every he changed every his time name. I hear it.
1: He didn't want to ride the coattails of his family,
0: which I, that
1: is very admirable. Yeah,
2: he he made his fame all on his own. He right.
1: did. right.
2: i I'll do, I wonder what their family reunions are like.
0: <laughs> oh God, <laughs> you, you got fucking Francis Ford Coppola's crazy. Fucking ass, just like telling horror stories of apocalypse now. <laughs> All these people I traumatized. All these animals that were like, killed. I never
1: got the gravy on my potatoes. Never got gravy done one time. <laughs> I haven't even seen that movie. That's a fun
0: movie. What, <laughs> that's what, a fun what movie, movie is that from? Vampire's yeah, Kiss. Vampire's Kiss. Kiss. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. So, what Lord of War? What was everyone's favorite part of Lord of War?
1: Hmm. For me it's probably the uh, landing the airplane scene. Yeah. yeah that's that a, good a good one. One. That's yeah. a good scene. O- or Jared Leto getting shot.
2: <sighs> yeah. I did think it was as kind of funny. I mean I know obviously that it's part of his art after he got sobered up because he was a drug addict. So like realize the scope of what he what he was a part of It's like, oh it's bad. But this, to me it just seems really funny to be this late in the game's like, oh wait.
0: We're profiteering See, hey, yeah, it, it's like this is a very inconvenient time to get a conscience. Yeah, it, really. standing next
1: to the trucks full of guns next to the people that are about to get killed by them. And that's when you're like, oh, oh, wait, hang on. Not a good thing. No, I, again, it had been a really long time since I'd seen this movie. And I knew Jarrett Leto's character died, but I forgot how he died. So, like, I, like, wrote in my notes. I was like, I forgot how Jarrett Leto dies. Thanks, Shim, for the not spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why in my head I thought he, like, OD'd. That, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I forgot about him getting mowed the fuck down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dead.
0: And then what was like just fucking crazy is then they go back to fucking business as usual. Yeah. It's just so casual. Oh, well, he we
1: still had half the gun. And I was like, oh, God, your brother just died. Yeah. He just, just oh, he blew up one of the trucks and got shot. Was Breaking Bad out diamonds? at this point? No,
2: no. It came out 2008. Oh, okay. Yeah, because Walter White get get paid at Blood, blood <laughs> Diamonds.
1: <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, this might have been like the first major Hollywood mention of Blood Diamonds even before that Leo movie Blood Diamonds. Yeah, I was about to say the Leo movie Blood Diamonds. Yeah. Yep. Blood Diamonds. Star Map App. Oh, wait, that's another show. I'm sorry. <laughs> Star Map
0: App. Uh,
3: <laughs> I think probably my You want to
0: favorite... talk
1: about The Fanatic again? <laughs> no.
0: I don't want to talk about The Fanatic ever. Never again. Ever. <laughs> ever ever, ever again. again. It's forbidden. Uh... As far as like favorite scenes, probably that that final interrogation scene.
1: That was a good one. where that was where Nicholas
0: Cage just tells Ethan Hawke, he's like, in a minute, you are going to get a knock at the door, and and he details everything that's going to happen. He's like, and he, you're going to let me go, and then you hear the knock on the door, and then Ethan Hawke is just like,
1: fuck. Oh yeah, he he was so. And again, going back to Bridget Moynihan being unable to act without talking. Uh, or in general, in this movie, when Ethan Hawke hears that knock on the door, you see the just his soul rip in half. I, I thought was that was so a, good, a
2: great moment where he just has like these angry, just like impotent tears, just like burning a hole Nick his case, But there's, he realizes like they circumvented the law, and he he can't get out of it. Mm-hmm. Which I thought that was just
1: a great. Well, moment. He knew he lost, and you could see it on his face. And Ethan Hawke is really underrated.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, and, and it's a bold choice to end the movie that way, too. It's just mm-hmm. like... I just remember after I finished watching it, I was just like, well, fuck, I need to go to bed. This is depressing. <laughs> yeah.
2: Because Cage, okay. he gets away, and he yeah. continues to, to do his thing, on, completely unimpeded. Yeah. Yes. Which,
0: which, like, if it had gone any other way, I think that would... I it wouldn't mean, have been realistic. It, yeah, it would have been yeah. a flaw because this shit happens all the fucking time. Yeah. Like there are like if for as much as we say like A Cab and fuck the feds and whatnot, there are genuinely people in there who, you know, despite the system they're under, try to do what's best, but they can't because the system fucking stuck. So hence A CAB.
1: Mm-hmm. Lord of War was great. Pat, what was your favorite thing?
2: I, I'm having a hard time just picking like a, a singular like moment that I really like
1: it could be several things it doesn't yeah, have to sure. be just one thing
2: uh, cause like like you said like um, let, let the, uh, the excuse me I'm trying to get my words together here the uh, the, the African highway scene like it, I do, I did like the moment where uh, that Cage's character has like has like a moment of pause when he meets the African dictator where he's like Oh wait! I'm not used to this level of barbarism right in front of my face. Like he was taken aback by just how, you know, loosey goosey this guy was. To use a
0: phrase. <laughs> well, well, and like I think like the the whole scene with uh, Baptiste was, or the whole like set of scenes with Baptiste
1: him being the African warlord.
0: Yeah, just that that was such a good like like further descent into the heart of darkness. Actually
1: he prefers it, Lord of War
0: Yeah, yeah that's, that's a great line uh, yeah, like, yeah, Thank that, that you was But I good, prefer was good it good my thing. way <laughs> But like <laughs> Nice
1: title drop there
0: Yeah <laughs> Sorry But like Because One of the big evils Of a lot of these Drug runners Is How Like How callous And detached They are From the whole thing Yeah And, and then it, And that, that was sort of Like an interesting Part of his character Where he was just like I don't want to be A part of this Fuck this shit But like you know, he has Baptiste literally like forces him to kill Ian home. Yeah, that that was a that was a rough scene too.
1: Yeah, that was tough. And
0: let's, let's see,
2: I, I feel like I'm 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 more so drawing to like the singular shots that really like are sticking out in my mind. There's one moment towards the early part of the film where he's doing one of his first uh, gun deals in, in the Middle East, and they're just on this flat, arid uh, landscape, and you just, like, a single tree, just, like, like sharp blue sky, just, like, this, like, harsh, like, cut... Not cut, but just, like, delineation between, like, these, like, warm and cold colors, and you just see them, like, sort of deal, doing the deal there. That really stood out to me, and there's a moment where I think Nick Cage is trying to get out of, like, this legal bungle by, like, calling up, like, his shady general friend, and the way the general is in shadow... And he's sort of, it's such a slight perspective shot to like this architecture that's slanted. And it's like this really sort of like, ah, just like this popping color against the shadows. So there's a lot of like, I would say almost chiaroscuro with some of the shot composition in the film. Just like, this, like the dark and the lights that really just stuck in my mm-hmm. head. More so than like,
0: like, individual moments.
2: Yeah, because, like, I, I don't know, maybe that's just the way my brain is, but just, I just, like... Or, like, when he was trying to escape the, helico- the helicopter that's looking for him. So, he, he gets out of the out of his cab, and, he, and he's walking down this tunnel. He's in this long, arch, high arch tunnel. He's just walking in the dark toward, back toward the light of the city. Like, that just, like, that's just, like, stuck in my brain. I just love the way the shots look.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because... Yeah, Despite that this movie comes from the guy who directed In Time, like this It is wasn't a... a bad movie.
1: I liked In Time.
2: I mean, I mean obviously there, there's a that level. Justin
1: of... Timberlake movie? Yeah. yeah.
0: It wasn't I
3: didn't bad.
2: See it. But there's obviously there's a level of difference between there, End there, there's Time. there's a
0: level there's a <laughs> gulf in quality between Lord of War and But <laughs> but, but but yeah, like the, the fucking cinematography in this movie is fucking fantastic. Oh yes. Just like, and like you were saying, just like like individual shots just kind of like are etched into your brain. Like, uh, I keep coming back to the sort of bookends of the movie where, you know, it's the the shot of Nicolas Cage in the fucking, like, at the crossroads and the road's covered in bullets.
1: Where he's, like, breaking the fourth wall.
0: Where he breaks the fourth Uh, wall. And, and yeah, it's, like, really on the nose. I'm a sucker
1: for people breaking the fourth wall But like, God damn it, I love it.
0: Yeah. But, like... It, it, it was it was still like very like poignant, yeah. And, and and there are definitely some
2: that will say that there are certain topics to be addressed that you can't you know fussy around with sort of like, art or subtleties or ambiguity. Sometimes you have to have to be direct and say how fucked up something is, and yeah. like an author try by itself isn't necessarily bad. It's all how it's executed. Mm -hmm. And and there's also a lot of personal taste as well. But, like, you know, sometimes, you know, you have to to tell your story with the subtlety of dropping an apple on their head.
0: Exactly. Like, I mean, like, with something like this, it's... And I, I could even see how, like, some people who may be a little more sensitive could see, like, this movie might be a little insensitive to the topic at hand. I mean, I personally disagree. I think it handles it pretty well. But, like, I guess sort of how it's kind of framed, kind of fun, but, like, I don't know. I'm just talking.
2: (laughs) No, I do think that it is interesting how I I think it was a purposeful decision to maybe make some of the things he does look fun, to so sort of lull you into security, like, oh wow, this is fun. Then, because then like, you have if, to take a step back. So, oh wait, that's what gets people sucked into it is they the glamour yeah. and the fun. And it's like, oh wait, they're, how they're making their fun is that, you know, thousands of people are being died like, because them, them the, one of the moments that's kinda like a big sort of comedic part of the film is when he lands the plane in an emergency and just like in order to get rid of all the guns so with the feds find them, he's like they can't charge him with anything. It's where just like all these you know, random people on the side of the road. Hey, come come get your guns, everybody. It's guns, so it's-
1: grenades, RPGs.
2: <laughs> so literally he clears out this plane. It's like, ha-ha, he won't get caught. Then he realize, oh, wait, hundreds of people just walked away with thousands of pounds of munitions. And like, and, and this is already a very strife-filled portion of Africa. And you think, like, oh, wait, <laughs> even though this is funny, this is really fucked up.
0: Yeah, and, and like, oh, God, it, that I, – I, I, I think I I totally agree with you like that like because no one like wakes up one day and is just like you know what would be cool if I just created an endless cycle of war and just made money off that shit (laughs) Uh, and and you can sort of see his like (coughs) excuse me his own like rationale I mean using like NRA talking points like you know Cars kill more people than guns, you know. Out, you and know, cigarettes. And cigarettes and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, but like. Th- those are skewed numbers. Those are very skewed numbers. Yeah.
1: God damn it. Now I just want to watch Thank You for Smoking. That is a really good movie. That's a fantastic film.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh,
2: a, it's a great prequel to Battlefield L.A. <laughs>
1: Uh, I guess like I mean we've already talked about a lot of them like some of my favorite parts like Jonathan mentioned the bookend parts where he's just like in a a sea of of bullet casings everywhere and he's talking to you the viewer while just breaking the fourth wall Uh, every bit of like him just just like not even having to lift his finger to get out of every scenario where he could go to jail but he just gets the fuck out of it he's just that good at what he does. Um,
0: and, and normally when you have, like, characters be that lucky, it's it can be not satisfying. But, like, when it, it is, like, like, even, like, villain protagonists, like this guy, like, if it's villains, like, it, it's almost like, it's like, god damn it, you know? Yeah. Versus, like, you know, if, like, a hero you know, hypothetical hero were to do It's that, sort of like, like that
2: plot armor is like, oh, they get away just at the right time even though, like, everything's stacked against so it's like, okay, if that one's real life, how lucky you could get a person get. But I feel like even though he has all these close shades throughout the film, it never felt like...
0: It never uh, felt like an ass pool.
3: Yeah, like,
2: like, it, it kind of felt like... this shit does happen. Because there are yeah. definitely people who are, like, either they're, they're stupid lucky or, like, they know how to rig the system well enough that they sort of squeak by. I feel like that was very indicative of what that happens in real life.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like this movie, like it's weird. Like, uh, sorry to bring it up again, but like the as bad as the fanatic was, and how long that like eighty nine minutes felt. This movie's two hours, and it flew the fuck by. Yeah, again, no, for sure. probably because they are throwing stuff at you left and right. But I guess and it's it, good. this good. Yeah, it's like it's it. I don't know if this will even make sense, but like the pacing comes off like how say just like your typical action movie would, but it's not an action movie.
0: It, it kind of has the same rhythm of like hitting certain beats at certain times. Yeah, like yeah. you're never
1: bored. There's no. something happening at every single turn. It, it never lingers too long where it shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's a really good movie and we definitely recommend that you guys go watch it. It's along definitely with,
0: the best one we've covered so far.
1: Yeah, yeah I, w- I would say so. I, I mean, I love all the ones we've watched, but this is the, <laughs> like objectively the best film. Yes. I was to me, it's not the best Nick Cage performance. I still, I still think that Color Out of Space for me is that, but that's that's just a preference. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it's 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 really good, and you should guys you should go watch it along with Godzilla vs Kong, and Falcon Winter Soldier. Your list yeah. is getting long, people. All three of you, hot two three of you.
2: You have a lot of homework.
1: Speaking of Godzilla versus Kong, I want to. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to brag on your ass right now, Pat. <laughs> yeah. um, th- this this kind soul fucking rented us a whole screen at our local theater so we could watch Godzilla versus Kong, and it was a fantastic time. And thank you yes, again, thank sir. You, so was, much. You're the best.
0: Life. We love also, you. best shame, around. Shameless plug: Listen to our Godzilla Kong episode. <laughs> yeah, because we, we we did a review of Godzilla
2: versus Kong over on the AyC8 I need to check that one out. I'm it out. excited. It, it, it's it's about, <laughs> it was about as coherent as this one was in terms of like reviewing the plot, but it's also like a reunion episode for the boys because it's the first time we. Oh know. yeah, that was a yeah. big
1: deal. Yeah. yeah,
2: this is the first time we we recorded in, in <laughs> person in over a year. But, like, you know, on to Godzilla versus Kong screening. Like, I did it because y'all deserve it. We all went through a long, long 2020, and I knew that would be something everybody would like, so I wouldn't do that for y'all.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Also,
2: it had the the unintended side effect of making us always want
0: private
1: Yeah. Like, I'm serious. I will do that for Suicide Squad. I mean, by then, I don't think we'll have to. No, but Uh, I'll still do it. But we still have the option. (laughs) Also, by then, it might be more money. Because it was pretty cheap to rent a theater compared to what you'd expect. Well, yeah, but that's night because night, they were at like half capacity. You so you know what, you have a point.
2: But it never hurts to ask, right? Yeah. No, we'll <laughs> still
1: definitely ask for sure. Uh, and also, we've got Mortal Kombat coming up because uh, this is releasing to us. Uh, this is releasing next Thursday, but to you listening, this released today or perhaps yesterday or the day after. Uh, any given time, really, <laughs> it just depends on when you're listening because you know time is linear. Uh, and also a construct.
2: But, but April fifteenth is when this episode will be coming out. Yes.
1: April you're you're listening to this after April fifteenth, but if you're one of our real super fans, you're listening April fifteenth. Thanks, Frank. Day one <laughs> on the ground. Boots on the ground. So pretty shortly after this we're gonna have a special episode, aren't we? Like a like a big crossover between Ach and Kug.
2: Yeah. Um, if, all, if all goes well, we'll have a a fun little review of Mortal Kombat 2021
1: for y'all to listen to. Oh! <laughs> we'll be hosting it on both channels, even though the Caging Greatness uh, audience is pretty much the same audience. It, it, it's, a, it, it's a
2: very big Vendi- Venn diagram. <laughs> it's just
1: a circle. It's a fucking circle, Pat. Call it what it is. <laughs> it's a circle. Circles are human constructs. But yeah, if all goes well, that'll be happening. And if something goes wrong, you're not going to have any fucking idea what we're talking about. Yeah. So hopefully all will like go well. about- most of our episodes.
2: Right. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that we had a fun ass time watching the movie that y'all won't get to hear us talk about if it doesn't happen. Yeah, you'll yeah. just have
1: to come hang out with us. God. But uh yeah, I think I think that'll that'll probably do it for this this episode. I was gonna say tonight's episode or today's episode or uh, yesterday's episode, whenever the fuck you're listening to it. I don't know your life. Not yeah. my problem. I'm guessing if this time beats the length of jiu-jitsu, which I doubt it did. It will continue the trend. Of, no, no. This, uh, if we end like in the next, if we end in the next 30 minutes, this will be our short or shorter, not our longest episode. It'll be a shorter episode. Oh,
2: because like each episode got progressively longer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like this is the combo break, but not revolting development. That's a, that was the longest of the first episode. No, right. who am I kidding? That was, that was a long, <laughs> long fucking episode. That was a long episode.
2: <laughs> it's longer than the movie. It was fun. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, Can't wait to do it again soon. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, we're going to be starting a new thing pretty soon. Uh, should be next Thursday, if you're listening to this on the Thursday it releases. If not, uh, April 22nd. 22nd? Yes, that's right. We're starting a new thing called Uncaged Episodes, <laughs> where we just do random shit once a month. Even we don't know what we're going to be doing, which is really not that far off from how we usually do things. So, got a lot of really fun, us themed shit coming your way. So, hope you enjoy us. If you don't, why are you listening? Yeah. What are you doing like, here? what's the point? If I mean, it's, thanks,
2: but if, why are you here? If you want concise movie reviews... Um,
1: Go watch Chris Stuckman's videos.
2: there are pointing other places. If you want wild, disjointed, meandering <laughs> reviews... Uh, still, there's there's a lot of that out there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. We, we're glad you appreciate our specific <laughs> flair. But with our, our other... Uh, non cage specific show, which Jimmy was very excited. Is like, yeah, because like with us aYGs we waited like six months for our first like you know in house spin off. She was like, nah, fuck that shit, fuck that shit. We're getting to the goofy balls stuff. to the wall. I mean, to be
1: fair, when you approached me about us doing this podcast, you wanted to start it in May, or like you want to start like two months after we did, and I'm like, no, nah, let's let's do it now. Because I had nothing going on in my life. Look at you now. Yeah, now (laughs) I have a podcast. Uh, Look (laughs) at me now. So, yeah, I don't like waiting around for really cool ideas. And, you know, you guys have had some really cool ideas. And I want to do those really cool ideas. And if two people like it when they listen to it, then yay. Thanks, Pearson and Frank. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, if not, at least we had fun. And, and we that's learned That's the most
2: important thing
1: That's right We learned about O.J. Simpson The yes. murderer So we've got a lot of cool stuff Coming your <laughs> <to> way <work. laughs> Coming your way uh, So yeah it's, it's time to say goodnight uh, Pat Where can the people All three of them Find you Me? Listen you me, Yeah oh.
2: <laughs> Well gosh y'all If you feel if ever so inclined <laughs> While she mows you down, down under To um on the the Tweety machine twitter.com and follow me at John Lost His name on Twitter Instagram and Letterbox and my art on Facebook at John Losses name art and um, what are we going doing over over on AyC8 well uh, funny you asked because I know you did I didn't hear anyone well I hear all kinds of things even though I don't hear the what right that thing
1: clicking sound
2: <laughs> oh that's just my tinnitus. Don't worry. <laughs> If you're listening to this of The Week It came Out, we just dropped our quarantine catch up episode where it's just AYC boys catching up on all the things they did uh, in between uh, movie watchings and, you know, the crushing existential dread. Just catching up with what we've been doing. It's a good time. Go check that out. And uh, we always have a lot of stuff fun over there. So we hope you
1: join us over there. I'm a big fan of existential dread. Big time. I'm um,
0: real lousy with it over here. Yeah. Jonathan,
1: where can they find you?
0: Well, I mean, we're all friends of existential dread. For sure. But what about existential bread?
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I like bread. I do love a good bread. <laughs>
0: I like bread that I'm not sure it
2: exists, but it's just, it's just a looming thought of
0: it, it just pervades my every being. So, I mean, I love carbs way too much. <laughs> uh, that's why I'm like fucking fat as shit. Anyway, my name is Jonathan. You can follow me on Twitter at J O N I I B O I 24 and John Owenson12 on Letterboxd
1: that sounded good. Yeah, you're getting good at that. Yeah.
0: Bravo. Easy, oh, breezy, nice. beautiful. Cover Don. girl. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: uh, Maybe I was born with it. Maybe it was fucking Maybelline, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: God damn it. Oh, no! <laughs> my hair got caught in the chair. <laughs> hair chair. <laughs> yeah, you
2: don't see
0: that in, in the go commercials. That's the same chair that stabbed my head twice. Oh god, that was fucking, that was amazing. I'm sorry, that was hilarious. <laughs> ah!
1: <crazy>. ah! ah! <laughs> oh man. Oh, is good. Well, I am Cannon, the guy with two giant gaping holes in the back of his head. You can find me at that Cannon guy on Letterboxd, Twitter, and Instagram. <clears throat> and I, of course, am your host, Justin, a.k.a. Shimmy. You can find me online uh, anywhere, Captain Shimmy. You find that's 99% of the time going to be me. Uh, you know, Captain Shimmy's kind of art for the stuff that I draw. Captain Shimmy's almost music for the weird shit that I make on FL Studio. Shout out to FL Studio. Hey, do you want to sponsor us? We use you to That'd record cool. our shit. It'd That'd be, be great. Really cool. Uh, or you can find me at the Comics Strip, the store that I own, where we sell comics here in Tuscaloosa on Hargrove Road. We're open six days a week, and I have many comics for selling. Or you can just you know listen to us here. I don't know. I'm here all the time. Fuck. If you're, listen- if you're listening to this, you probably know where to find me anyway. It's, just, it's not a big fucking deal. Anyway, we hope you enjoy it. Wait, the you have a comic book store? What? I mean, uh. you did spend, like, a lot of money there yesterday. I, I did.
2: <laughs> but also, if you're a half-naked man and boxers in a bucket hat, don't come back.
1: How did we not mention that before the fucking plugs? Oh, my it God. scarring. Oh. All right, just real quick. post
3: credit oh, scene. Oh, God. Bonus real features.
0: post script
1: script I'm, I'm sitting in the shop yesterday. The door opens, and there's a man, probably about 5'7", scraggly hair, scraggly beard, walks in, wearing nothing but tennis shoes, a bucket hat, and boxers. He slams $10 from a wad of bills onto the counter and says, Hey, man, you're going to let me out the back door, right? And I said, You need to get the hell out. And he said, come on, man, let me out the back door. And I said, you need to get the hell out. He said, come on, man. And he sort of bows up at me. So I stand up because I'm 6'3 and like 380 pounds. And I say, you need to get the fuck out. And so he leaves, walks right out the door into the waiting arms of the three cops that were looking for him. (laughs) And uh, then just sort of insults them for a while and. Calls them virgins. He does call them virgins, and uh, <laughs> said they were probably bullied in high school. And then says, the like, like, sad thing is, he's probably not, probably not wrong." wrong. There's, there's, there's like, a why?
2: Good of that where we live. And
1: they're like, "Why are you uh, like? Why are you having to be, like? What's wrong, man?" And he's like, "Man, my old lady caught me, and my girlfriend showed up, and it's just a bad." So I was like, "Oh, I don't like anything that's happening here." So I stood there and made sure he left and then uh, considered posting on the shop's Facebook that pants are indeed required for entry
0: <laughs> into and the store. You figured that would be self-explanatory. Be like, but I got a think- mask
1: on. I don't need pants. He didn't have a mask. He <laughs> just, No fucking boxers and a hat. <laughs> yeah, okay. but when- and the thing that made me angriest, what I'm really upset about, is there's a law in, in capitalism called supply and demand. I had an excellent supply of opening the back door. And demand necessitated that that price be a lot higher than $10, you cheap bastard. Like, that I is hope very you true. listen. Uh, you, you peeled off a $10 bill from a stack of them, you motherfucker. Like, I'd <laughs> open the door for a hundo. There was a cop out back. You'd run right into him and I'd have had 100 bucks. <laughs> but you peel off a 10, you cheap sumbitch. It's like, how much but, is your freedom worth,
0: my man? Yeah, it's like you're running from the cops. That is not the time to be cheap. <clears throat> But so, in hindsight, it was probably a good thing because if you'd taken that bill, you'd probably got hepatitis A through G. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> or
2: you could have done a thing where like you could have opened the door proportional to the amount he paid you. So he just you opened the door a crack and it's like that's all you get, bud. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. he just like squeezes through that door like a fucking cat.
1: Like I, I hope he was keeping that money in his hat or his shoes.
0: Oh, you know but, that you know he's yeah, in his butt. It's he's in
2: his ass. Yeah,
1: he's in his ass. He's in his ass. In his prison pocket. Wait a so, minute. He had time to put on shoes. Uh, he was wearing shoes and socks and boxers and a bucket hat. Of,
2: co- of course, this fucker be wearing sandals with socks. <laughs> what
1: the fuck? <laughs> uh, uh. But uh, yeah. So, just as a quick aside, uh, if you want to come visit the comic strip and hang out and buy some stuff, wear pants and a shirt and a mask. Hats and shoes are optional. Shoes are preferred. There might be something sharp, but I don't want you to step on it, that hurt. <laughs> uh, but definitely pants. Wear are fucking pants. Like, in fact, if you're just going out into public, wear pants. I don't think we should have to say this to people, but here we are. But, in, but if you're barefoot, you can still buy
0: a common. We live in a society, and sometimes you have to inform the people of that. We society. live
1: in a pantsless society.
0: <laughs> also remember to uh, bribe well.
1: You remember that show, Pants Off, Dance I was just about to bring that up. Oh, my God. Yes, I do. That was a fucking weird show. That was a weird show. Anyway, we we, uh, are very thankful that you listened to this episode (laughs) of Caging Greatness. We will be back next week with our brand new Uncaged episode. We have no idea what we're doing. We're going to be spinning a wheel to decide. We'll put on the TikTok. If you're on the TikTok like the cool kids, uh, just give us a follow on Caging Greatness. That's the... TikTok link, also the Facebook link, and the Instagram link and the Twitter link. But you probably already knew that, because you're already listening to us. But anyway, rate us five stars, call us handsome, and never let anyone cage your greatness. Not a one. Good night, everybody. I Good should. night.
3: <laughs> oh no.
1: <laughs> How absurd. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? How absurd. To steal the Declaration of Independence. How absurd.
2: How, in the name of Zeus's butthole, did you get out of your cell?